Welcome to Be All You Are, a midlife awakening podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Welcome, my beautiful friends, to another episode of Be All You Are. We are on episode 29. I can't believe we're almost at 30. And I have to say, I love recording this podcast for you. I love having conversation conversations with you both on the podcast and off. I love hearing how these weekly um, chats that we have together, how they impact you. And so thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me into your ear. Um, before we get started with today's episode, which is a solo episode, I wanted to tell you that next Monday, so basically a few days from now, we are going to be kicking off the first day of my workshop series, Clarity, Confidence, and Courage. And I want to invite you to come. It is going to be an incredible week. We meet at noon Eastern for one hour every day that week. And we will be live on Zoom. It will be streamed into face into the Facebook group and replays will also be available there. So don't worry if you can't make it or if you can't make some of them. Although if you're there live, it'll be a lot more fun. So try to come live. I have um, at the time of this recording, almost 75 women signed up. And so please come join us. It's going to be a journey that we take together And I really designed this workshop for a woman like me and a woman like you, you know, someone who has had experience in life, who has checked a lot of boxes, who has seen their ups and downs, but have feel good about, um, you know, what they've created in their life so far, but also feel the sense that could there be more? And I'm here to tell you, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is so much more for you. And it is never too late to expand and grow and transform your life in whatever areas it is that you want that. And, you know, I think that's why the first day we are going to focus on clarity and what it is that you want. Because I think we as women have really gotten disconnected from our wanting, right? We've like spent a lot of years caring for others, doing what we think we should do, even in order to see success. And we lose touch with what it is that we really desire. So we're going to focus the first day on clarity and getting clear on what it is that we really want. And then on day two, we are going to talk about confidence. Because we all have an inherent confidence. And through our lives, we build confidence in some areas. We maybe lose confidence in others. 
it can wane and it can build. And depending on where we are, our level of confidence very much affects what we do next and and what decisions we make and what we believe is available to us. So we're going to spend a day on confidence. On day three, we are going to focus on courage. I love the word courage because courage is what opens doors and what changes lives and what draws in beautiful experiences. It's courage, courage to do something new and to um, be brave and be bold and speak up and to be ourselves. That all takes courage, but there's so much freedom, so much freedom that comes with being more courageous. And we grow so much every time we take an action from the place of courage. So that's the third day. And then we have two extra bonus days where we will be recapping the, the prior days and we'll have a Q&A and we'll have connection. Um, and so it's going to be an incredible week. I'm very excited about it and I hope to see you there. You can head over to allyouare.ca. So my website, A-L-L-Y-O-U-A-R-E.ca slash clarity. And you can sign up there and it will prompt you to join the Facebook group. Um, and then I'm also going to be reaching out to you to book a 15-minute connect call because I want to make sure that you get the most out of this workshop. And so I'm going to be reaching out to you so that we can connect for 15 minutes and, and chat about where you are and what you hope for. It's going to be wonderful. Allyouare.ca slash clarity. Okay, so let's get started on today's episode, episode 29. Today, I want to focus on telling you a story. And all of this ties very much into the workshop that is happening starting November 13th on Monday. And it's also tied to the work that I do now and why I have really found my life's purpose and um, am pouring all my energy into this work. And so I want to share that story with you, right? Why, why does anybody end up where they end up and what brings them to a certain place? Let me tell you a little story. So when I was young, around the age that my daughter is now, she just turned seven, I was a very confident, extroverted, fun-loving, exuberant child. I had lots of friends. I just kind of went out into the world and I was myself. And I think we can all relate to this feeling of looking back to a certain age where we didn't see ourselves from the point of view of others, but we were just within our own being and living from that place of our own being. And I remember when it changed. So when we were in, um, or when I was in sixth grade, we moved to another province and I started school there and I wasn't afraid to move. I was actually excited. I thought new friends, a new school, you know, sort of new challenges. And I was excited to take it all on. And when I got to the new school, I realized that things were going to be different. I wasn't accepted. I wasn't included. If anything, I was excluded 
for the first time in my life, I was that kid on the side of the playground um, who felt left out, who felt ugly, who felt um, not cool, who felt like I really didn't belong. And I remember a specific incident that I'll never forget. (laughs) Don't we all have those? Um, I had tried out for the basketball team and it wasn't because I loved basketball, but again, it was the sense of like wanting to be included and wanting to belong. So I tried out for the basketball team along with a bunch of the other girls in my school and many of the girls in the, you know, quote unquote, cool kids club. And I remember that after tryouts were done, we were sitting in the gym at a table eating our lunch and we were all sitting around this table and the coach said, so basically everybody on this side of the table is on the team and everybody on this side of the table did not make the team. And he sort of drew a line with his arm. And that line that he drew was not just sort of like the basketball team versus the non-basketball team. It was the kids who were included, who were cool, who were, you know, um, given attention. And then there were the kids who were not. And I was on that other side. And I remember going into the bathroom and crying in the bathroom stall. And I still remember the friend who came to check on me and comfort me. And she had made the basketball team. So it says a lot about her at that age. But, you know, that really changed me. It really changed me because I realized that being myself wasn't enough. It wasn't good enough. And that's the message I took from that experience, that I wa- it wasn't being myself wasn't enough and that I wasn't good enough. And I spent many years after that proving otherwise. And I think depending on the kid, um, you react differently, right? Like some people could become self-destructive. Others could become reclusive. For me, I took it on as a challenge of an, you know, I'll show you sort of um, strategy. And I really spent all the next years until I graduated from high school proving that I did belong, that I did fit in. And to the point where I was elected student council president in in my last year of high school. And to me, that was the ultimate, right? I had made it and now I belonged. The only thing is though, you don't belong because other people say you do. You don't feel a sense of belonging because other people say you do. That helps. It really does. Because I think we are, you know, creatures that belong to one another, right? We need each other. And so there is that sense that we need that sense of belonging. But we also need to belong to ourselves. We need to have that love and belief in ourselves. And I think that's what was missing for me. And if you had asked me back then, do you love yourself? Of course, I would have said yes, because there wasn't a lot of self-hatred. But did I really love who I was at my core? Did I love the part of myself that went through an awkward phase in my early teens or the part of myself that didn't quite fit in? Did I love her? Probably not. 
That sense of not belonging, even after I had achieved outward success, even later in my life and in my career, really followed me around. And it really held me back because there was always this sense of fear of what would happen if I let my true self be shown. And over time, I think our true selves get so buried that we don't even know what that means anymore. And so later when my husband got sick and I took on a new role of the strong wife, the strong and, um, you know, saintly caretaker. And believe me, I'm not calling myself saintly, but other people have or did during that time. I found myself hiding behind that as well, you know, and, and when he was gone, I think it was a little bit of a breakdown for me because all the labels and all the ways that I had constructed who Kena was began to fall. And that's scary. <laughs> it's scary to have this sense of who you are and to watch it crumble. And that's what happened after my husband and me passed away. And it took me almost, it's been nine years now since he's been gone, and it's taken me almost this long to realize that. Because again, after he had passed away, I thought, okay, you're actually all right. You've, you've gone through this relatively unscathed. But then I realized that that was when my true healing journey began. And I started listening to my inner voice and I started trusting my inner voice and I started taking action from that place. And it was terrifying because it led me down paths that I wasn't sure of, that I didn't have certainty around, that I knew there would be judgment from others about, but I kept going. Something in me just said, this is your life. You need to listen and you need to follow this. And there came a point when I felt like I got stuck again. I remember exactly where I was. I was sitting on the stairs in my old apartment and my daughter was about four or five years old and she was watching TV. And so I kind of crept away from her and sat on the stairs and I was talking to my friend and I was crying to her. And I was telling her that I feel like I have everything I need to go out and do what I want to do. I have this dream for business and for this work that I want to do, and I can see it, but I still feel held back. I said, it's almost like I'm sitting in an invisible box. You know, all those years that I was taking care of my husband, I really did feel like I was in a box. It wasn't so invisible. But at this point, I had separated from my daughter's dad, and I could see a future that felt expansive, 
but it was so hard for me to move and it felt so painful to move towards what I wanted. And so I sat on those stairs and I talked to my friend and I told her what I was experiencing. I, I cried. I said, this feels so hard and I don't know why. And I feel like I'm just in this box that I can't step out of. It's almost like the box flaps are open and I can't crawl out even though they're open. And that's when she suggested to me, and this had been after it being suggested to me many times, she suggested to me that maybe I should consider doing a plant ceremony. So a psilocybin-based journey with a guide. Um, she had done it. Some other friends had also done it. And they had encouraged me in the past, but maybe I wasn't ready. But this time, after I talked to her and I realized how much I was being held back, I said yes. I said, I think you're right. So a few months later, I had or I, I journeyed <laughs> through this incredible experience with plant medicine along with a guide. And I'm going to share a little bit about that story today and what I learned from it, both because I know there's a lot of people who are curious about plant medicine and what it's like, and second, because I want us to realize, and whether we take a plant-based journey to realize this or not, that we have so much knowing within us, that we have a connection to a higher consciousness that has been programmed out of us, but it is very much still there. If you go into nature and spend enough time among the trees, sitting quietly, listening, breathing, you'll feel it. I saw this meme on Instagram the other day that showed the um, cross-section of a tree trunk against a human fingerprint and how similar they are. And we forget that we are connected to an infinite source. And when we realize that, it's like a battery being charged. It's like there's no battery, it's not working. And then suddenly we feel more amped up, we feel more free, we feel this inherent strength. And the truth is, it is, yes, it is our internal strength, but it's powered by a higher consciousness. That strength is powered by the universe or a God. If, if you believe in a God, it, it's, it's some sort of um, higher power that powers our inner voice. And the plant medicine really just helped me see that. So the night before my plant medicine journey began, I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I have never done anything like this before. I'm like, you know, somebody who likes to feel in control. And so I, even as, you know, a kid in college and university, I didn't drink much and barely did any drugs at all. And so this, this felt like a leap for me. 
And I was so nervous, but at the same time, I was ready for it. So it, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have changed the date. I wouldn't have moved it. I was ready, and and I was ready for what came next for me. And I wanted to welcome that in. And so my guide, who I'm actually going to have on the podcast um, in a coming in the coming episode, she had asked me to set an intention for what I wanted to receive from the journey. And you know. You don't always get what you ask for, but setting an intention helps to guide the experience. So I'd done that. And the next morning I woke up and she came to the to my apartment. That's where we did it. And she came to my apartment and we kind of got settled in and I drank the tea. And she put a eye mask over my eyes so that you know, I'm not sort of taking anything in. I'm going within because the idea is that is very much an inward journey. So you go within, there's a playlist that plays in your ears at the same time that's meant to be a guide. And so you're sort of shutting off all your senses and you're going within and you just lie there. And it's funny because as I felt the medicine start to kick in, I started to panic. Again, don't like to be out of control. So I, I started to panic and I started to wonder, like, what have I done? Like, I changed my mind. And my guide, Odette, her name is Odette, came over to me and lifted the eye mask and said to me gently, you need to let go. If you, if you don't let go, if you don't surrender, you're going to have a bad trip. If that's not a metaphor for life, I don't know what is. <laughs> So that was my first lesson. Surrender, surrender, trust. So I put the eye mask back on. I breathed, breathing, breathing always helps us get through anything, any hard feeling, any resistance, any fear. If we breathe, we can get through it. It's pretty amazing. And that's what I did. I breathed. And then I went on this incredible journey. I visited people in my past who I've lost, my husband, my dad. I saw them as these strong, beautiful spirits that were watching over me and our families. I saw every being as being this beautiful creature of this of this earthly planet. You know, and as humans, because we put ourselves in homes and we put clothes on our backs and we wear makeup and we have like this phone attached to ourselves all the time now, we think we're separate from the natural world. And this experience reminded me that we are not. We are as much a part of the natural world as any, as the leaf that blew just past my window. Right, or the the bird that's sitting on my fence. And so it brought me in deep connection to every living thing and our connection to every living thing. It was just so beautiful. And then I journeyed in a way through my own life. And one of the things I talk about a lot 
um, in my coaching, in my programs, and even on this podcast is the stories that we tell ourselves about our own life, right? Like there's the things that happen to us. You know, my dad died when I was 20. I graduated from McGill. I married my high school sweetheart. These are all facts. They're things that happened. They're occurrences. But what is my story about those things? And so what I came to realize through this experience is that we get to craft our own story. We get to write it. We get to shape it. And how we write that story really affects the quote-unquote ending, right? It really affects the ending drastically. It can drastically affect the ending. So in my journey... One of the main messages that came was, Kena, you can trust yourself. And it sounds so simple, but when I could accept that feeling, when I could accept that that thought that you can trust yourself, I was able to look back and see that every single thing that has happened to me in my life or that I've chosen in my life has taught me something, has allowed me to grow, has made me more human, more compassionate, more empathetic, um, has opened my heart. And I've always, through that experience, led myself to a better place. So maybe you Choose a relationship that isn't actually the best thing for you. I really believe that our experiences are here to teach us something. And that if we are not ready to learn the lesson, life gives us, keeps giving us experiences until we've learned it. So for me, there's a relationship that when I reflected back on, I felt I felt a bit of shame around things I didn't see or or why I wasn't able to see um you know signs that things wouldn't be great and it was through this experience that I saw because I wasn't ready to see because I needed to learn something first and I learned it and I learned it and then I led myself to a better place And so the experience with the plant medicine was really transformative for me because it brought all this knowing that I had in my mind into my heart and into my soul. And in many ways, it set me free. Now, not everybody needs a plant medicine journey to feel this. I think, you know, in the last 10 years, I've done so much work through therapy and personal development programs and coaching and spiritual study that have helped me evolve to the point where I would even have the awareness to sit there on the stairs and tell my friend, I feel boxed in. It takes a lot of awareness to be able to see where you are. And then that led me to the plant medicine journey. But the point is, we all have a next level of awareness. We all have a next level of transformation available to us. 
that could look like joining a workshop, like my workshop that's uh, starting on November 13th. Could look like working with a therapist. It could look like starting a journaling practice. But we have available to us a next level of inner freedom, of expansion, and of transformation. And with all that comes an expanded belief of what is possible for us. And that to me is everything. And it is why my mission is for every woman to follow her dreams and to live her life as a full expression of who she is. I want every woman to not just be free because society says we're free, but to feel free. I mean, what would the world look like if we went out there with complete inner freedom, showed up and served and created? It's so funny because there's so much hysteria around Taylor Swift, and I know it's for good reason. But I always think to myself, what if Taylor Swift at any given point had said, oh, that concert was horrible, only half of the stadium was filled up, or, um, you know, Kanye's right. Like, what do I know? I'm like, I'm not that good. I'm just like a country singer. What if at any point she had stopped herself? Can you imagine? Think of the impact that she's made on literally millions and millions of girls and women. Imagine if each of us took that gift within us and that power within us and put it out there. What would we create? What kind of lives would we live? How would we inspire others? And actually really... um Support others in stepping up for themselves. This is what we need. So this is the story that I wanted to share with you today. As we go into my workshop next week, Clarity, Confidence, and Courage. I really want to see you all there. I want to see you show up for yourself. I want you to come with, if you don't have it yet, I want you to come with the intention that I am going to give myself the space to ask myself what I really want. You know, a lot of women will say, I don't know what I want. Okay, so what you want is to figure out what you want. That's cool. Let's start there. Because asking yourself what you want isn't just about you. It's not about you. It's not about your ego? Are you looking good? It's about you leading. It's about leading other women around you. Because whatever it is that you really want, as long as it doesn't come from a place of ego, which we'll be talking about in the first session, what you want is what the world needs. What you want is a gift to the world. And you may not be able to see that at first glance, but 
I will tell you that when I get messages from women who say they stumbled upon this podcast and feel like it was meant to be because it was exactly what they needed to hear. I remember when I put this, I started recording this podcast and thought, what if nobody listens? What if nobody cares? And I did it anyway. And that's what I'm saying to you is that you have no idea what impact you could make and how great you're going to feel while doing it. So join me next Monday, November 13th at noon Eastern. You can sign up at allur.ca slash clarity. Again, that's all you are, A-L-L-Y-O-U-A-R-E dot C-A slash clarity. I'm going to be reaching out to you to set up a connect call so that we can talk a little bit more about your intention for joining. And I can't wait to see you there. It's going to be great. Um, Thank you so much, friends, for listening. I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. You can send me a DM on Instagram. If we're not already friends over there, head over. Kana, um, Kana underscore all you are is where you'll find me. I would love to have a chat on Instagram. And if you are loving the podcast, please share it with a friend. It would mean so much to me. Thank you. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.